0: Hello there and welcome to Love Focus Challenge Day 6. I hope you haven't fallen by the wayside and decided this is too much work. I promise you it will be worth it at the end of the 14 days of focusing on your relationship. Today we are going to look at Bring Your Sexy Back. Into your relationship, bringing your sexy back into the house and into your love life. Jean Cocteau said, Style is a simple way of saying complicated things. What is sexy? And how do you know what is sexy? How do you bring it back into your relationship, into your house, into your marriage? Why do we have to keep bringing it back? What's the importance? In this era of idolization and pop culture, reality TV and influences, is trying to define what sexy is, then pushing it to the public or to the masses, telling them that their version is right. That is the idol's version is right. It has been coined to mean nudity, indecency, lack of class and style, too much sex objectification, and this is not what it is. The only sad thing is, The masses or the fans of these influencers absorb everything indiscriminately. At some point, sex C has been distorted to mean even pornography or relating to just sex only. Actors and actresses underdress when attending award nights and the young generation is prematurely exposed to the extreme nudity in the public fora all in the name of sexy. No wonder the sanctity and sanity of sexuality, which is a very noble act in a marriage relationship, has been thrown through the window. There's a time and a place for everything, including exposing the voluptuous body parts. And in my opinion, that place is not the front of the camera. While I know that it may be too late to lament about exposing our bodies out and dressing or undressing or down dressing, and I know that the culture today popularizes nudity and exposure, too much exposure of flesh, I am obliged as a female for one and also as an advocate for sound relationships to state the facts as they are. I do not support and I'm not pro nudity. I know they are they look good for the eye, but there's a place and a time for everything. In my opinion, we are really torturing our men. And as much as we try to say my dress, my choice, I can dress any way I feel or any way I want, I don't care about other people. Well then I think we have become insensitive to our brothers, our husbands, because they are being exposed in. Indiscriminately to those, I mean, nudities and nude nude pictures. Yet, when they come home and their sex drive is gone down, we are very quick to blame them. We are the reason, women. We are the reason our men are losing their drive. They are overfed with the pub in the public eye, with the what they should be overfed in the house. On this background, allow me to explain what sexy in a relationship means? It means style, health, energy, vigor, and sexual attraction, grace, and elegance. All this come in one package. And often we attribute it to both spouses, both men and women. And that is what we look for in our suitors to be our husbands or our wives. We look for the one who has style, health, energy, vigor, sexual attraction, grace and elegance all in one and we marry the most suited according to that. After we marry We always dream that they will always remain as we saw them, both in character, physically and spiritually or emotionally. But life happens. What happens? We have children, careers come in and take up our free time. We eat more and work out less. We overeat due to stress and we start to neglect our beautiful hair or body and grow long shaggy hair always put in a bun and we end up having those muffin tops. All these events happen in our lives give us a good excuse for losing our sexiness. You'll always say to your husband or your wife, honey, you know I'm busy. I'm trying to make life better for all of us so I don't have time for myself. That's why I look the way I look. Or if it's a mother who just had young kids, will be like, sweetheart, I can't take care of the children and take care of my body. It's impossible. Well, when you start having those excuses, it will become impossible. And we always say as a man thinketh, so is he. If you think it's impossible, it will be impossible. But if you think it's possible, whichever way, you will be able to find time to do what you should do. We also pray that life will be understanding and let us get away with those vices. Oh, you know what? Uh, I guess everybody understands I'm a new mother or I'm a young mother of four children. They'll understand that baby belly. or they'll understand the muffin tops. Oh, they'll understand that beer, beer board that men have. Because you know what? I have to socialize because I'm a public figure. And all those things come and you say that life will excuse you. It will understand... And I have bad news for you. It does not. Life does not take excuses. It gives you back a slap in your face. And this is how it happens. Heart attacks, strokes, migraines, depression, knee and joint pains, low self-esteem, and everything that comes with letting go your body. You become sluggish, unkempt, and your health continues to suffer. And you still want to continue blaming your children, your business, your lifestyle, which. All of these things you have control over. And if your husband has stopped telling you you're sexy or you're beautiful, don't blame them. If your wife has stopped telling you he likes your six cubes or your six, or you've lost your cubes, you've lost your muscle, don't blame her. Do something about it. You don't want to be praised for things you have not done. That's lying. I would not advocate for you to be lying to your spouse anyway. Why don't you instead suggest that it's time to go back to the gym? If possible, drag them with you and go there to keep fit. I always wonder why we wait until it's too late or until the doctor gives us that stern warning that we are going to drop dead some day soon if we don't change our lifestyle. Maybe we have been used to crisis management such that even life becomes and our bodies become part of that crisis management. Why do you have to wait until that visit to the doctor to start risking your life? How long do you want to be with your spouse and your children? Do you see yourself as a healthy companion to your spouse or the sickly medicine-popping one, bedridden spouse who can barely lift an arm? Why do you feel bad when your spouse stops admiring you and instead starts focusing on children, on the business or occupations or other people? Or why do you complain that your spouse is too busy or too fast for you that you cannot keep up? I believe it is time for that reality check. I often remind my friends that you can either stay there at home or in business complaining, mutilating your self-esteem. And your re- relationship in that process, or you can fix yourself by challenging yourself to take up the responsibility in your hands and change your lifestyle, change your diet, change your health, change your attitude towards life. Because I believe, as I always tell my friends, you have the power to do exactly that. Note that I'm not asking you to shrink back to your teenage years sizes. That would be preposterous. All I'm asking is for you to work towards your dream body, shape, size, and energy. The realistic one. To give yourself permission to be young, energetic, beautiful, inside out again. To feel sexy again. And to love your spouse like you did in your younger days. And above all, to love and appreciate yourself for the gift that you are to the world. I have learned that going to the gym has way more benefits than just a beautiful body. It boosts my self-confidence and energy. It boosts my libido, my sexual libido. It clears my mental health by creating vitality. I'm able to focus more when I have done a workout. And I also sleep like a baby when I come to sleep because my body is tired It's worked up. It needs to recharge. And for me, nothing is as appealing as looking good in that sexy dress I wore when I got married. A negligee that I had once put in the backside of my drawer or my closet. When it fits back again, I feel excellent. I am happy. Although looking good for your spouse is a great goal, it is much better for you to look good for the future you. When you look good now, work hard now, endure the pain now, your future, you, 10, 20, 30 years from now, will be thanking you for what you have done now. You're bringing back all these positive qualities that you used to have when you were young. And now, when as you grow older, your body thanks you for that. How do you exactly bring the sexy back into your life, into your house, and into your relationship? One. I've already mentioned it before, exercise regularly, both aerobic and anaerobic exercises. They have their benefits for your body. Use medical advice, go for a physical fitness class, talk to coaches, talk to physical fitness experts, and let them tell you what works best for you. Most of these consultancies are free in most gyms. Why don't you go and make use of that? Learn which one you prefer, which one fits your lifestyle, which one fits your body power and energy now, and you can grow to a next level better as you continue. And if you can accompany your spouse for this program, that would be excellent as well. Meditate to detoxify your mind and to create a blank slate for imaginative juices to flow. Meditation also helps you prepare for the day ahead and helps you focus on what is more important in your life as it recharges your mind. Healthy eating, I cannot overemphasize this. Eat good for your body, your mind, and your spirit. It reduces the time you will need to spend in the gym burning the fat you should not have eaten. And also, mindful eating helps you to understand while you're eating, you don't just go into the kitchen and just pick a bunch of chips and start eating without even feeling hungry. What is mindful eating? It is being conscious of what you are eating, why you are eating it, when you are eating it, how you are eating it, and why exactly why you should eat it at that moment. When you think about that, you realize that 50% of the times you are eating, it's actually useless. Most of us eat because we have formed a habit of eating anytime. You should eat when your body needs it. Let me give you an example. Most of us fuel our car when it's almost empty or even when the light turns red that you have a warning that you're out of gas. So mostly for me, it's a week. In a week, usually my tank is almost empty. And so I go and refuel so that, refuel it so that I don't have to, uh, break my schedule to go and fuel. Your body is so much like the car. You don't fuel it. When you've only used a tenth of the tank, you don't rush back to the gas station to refill it. When it's half full and you still have, and maybe you don't have much work to do to drive around, you don't rush to the filling tank and refuel it unless there's a sale. That's rare. But we only go to refill our tanks when we should, when it's necessary. We don't want to say, oh, I don't want to see the empty gas tank meter showing me that it's less than full. It should always be on full. No, sometimes it goes all the way to the red and you don't get out of your mind and say, no, the car will die. It will not wake up again. No, you just say, oh, I have seven miles to go or five miles to go. Let me see if I can go do grocery shopping. And when I come back, I will refill it. Your body should not be refilled every time to make sure it's on full every time. In fact, I really support intermittent fasting because it helps reset your digestive system. If you can do it, it's another way to go. Partner with your spouse in regular activities. That's one sexy thing to do. Partner with your spouse in regular activities other than just the gym. Take time to work together in the house, like doing the dishes together, cooking together, cleaning and organizing the house together, reading a book together, or watching a favorite show together. That is bringing sexy back into the house. If you have children, you may want to consider also putting them in some of those events together. Attend self-improvement programs to help each other Each of you work on the self. This could be retreats, maybe romantic retreats, short seminars or camps. And this invigorates the inside body, the mind, the spirit and you so that you can come back to the world stronger, focused, more energetic. Attend spiritual growth functions together. My husband and I, and we have two children, so they come along. We attend every single Sunday mass in the morning. And unless he has traveled, we will go. We make it our discipline as a family to attend Sunday mass together every single Sunday. This helps us bond with each other, with our children, and also we fellowship with other members of the church with whom we share same faith. Another one is volunteer. You have no clue how much learning that goes on when you volunteer. This keeps your brain active, your body physically engaged, while at the same time developing your social skills. This brings home a variety of ideas to talk about and topics and thoughts for you and your spouse to share. Live, love and laugh. Have fun and allow yourself to be goofy. Laugh at yourself. Laugh with each other. Laughter lines are always a beautiful asset in the face of someone who is happy. And a giggle is music to the heart. Even in challenging times, look for a reason to giggle and laugh together. Because those lugubrious faces cast away humor and they bring stress. So don't be lugubrious. Be happy. Away with the busy Bring back the fun into the bedroom. How often do you take an hour to play with each other? What games do you play other than sex? There are so many games to play. Have you become an expert at adulting such that you have no time for playing with your spouse? Where is the energetic spouse who could bring in the fun in the bedroom in a spark of a moment? Are you too tired to play? Why not try a relaxing game of cards? chess or a romantic scrabble. Bring in the games. They help keep you both young. Next point. Get real with each other. Say what you like and be clear about what you don't like. Be candid while at the same time be loving. Love so truly, madly, deeply that you have nothing to hide. Pay your love forward with loving honesty and loyalty. Respect your spouse. Respect your spouse's desires and opinions. Even when you feel like plucking your hair with exasperation, just sigh. Just sigh and let your spouse be. Give your suggestions and let your spouse to decide if it's okay to take your advice or not. Pillow talk. That sweet, sexy, slow, soft, smoothing, husky voice. It has a magic that it brings to the relationship how often do you give feedback to your spouse after a wonderful moment shared let your spouse know how he or she makes you feel how you adore them how you look forward to spending time with them have fun be sensual be energetic, be happy, be cool, be tough, be wiser, and above all, be a wonderful spouse to your spouse. Be a wonderful wife to your husband and be a wonderful husband to your wife. Bring your sexy back. Now, you tell me, isn't this what we all wanted in our spouses when we married them and isn't that sexy? Note, I didn't talk about nudity or dressing in skimpy clothes. It's just about the simple actions that we all crave that make us feel special, that we all need in our relationships. And until day seven, when we shall be talking about a sobering thing in our relationship, finances, and personal space, this is Helen signing out. Bring your sexy back. Peace and love you.